You're impossibly fast and strong. Your skin is pale white and ice cold. Your eyes change color, and sometimes you speak like like you're from a different time. You never eat or drink anything. You don't go out in the sunlight. How old are you? Seventeen. How long have you been seventeen? A while. I know what you are. Say it. Out loud. Say it. Vampire. Are you afraid? No. Then ask me the most basic question. What do we eat? You won't hurt me. This is why we don't show ourselves in sunlight. People would know we're different. This is what I am. It's like diamonds. You're beautiful. Beautiful is it? This is the skin of a killer, Bella. I'm a killer. I don't believe that. It's because you believe the lie. It's camouflage. I'm the world's most dangerous predator. Everything about me invites you in. My voice, my face, even my smell. As if I would need any of that. As if you could outrun me! As if you could fight me off! I'm designed to kill. I don't care. I've killed people before. It doesn't matter. I wanted to kill you. I've never wanted a human's blood so much in my life. I trust you. Don't! I'm here. I trust you. My family? We're different from others of our kind. We only hunt animals. We learn to control our thirst. But it's you. Your scent? It's like a drug to me. You're like my own personal brand of heroin. Why did you hate me when you first met me? I did. Only for making me want you so badly. I still don't know if I can control myself. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that's it. We're good. Don't do it again. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am am so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Welcome to our podcast, which is called Say It. Say it out loud. Facing off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is Facing Off. So this is dumb. a podcast where we uh, compare, contrast, and rate to uh, like media uh, pieces. And today's media pieces are Twilight and the Twilight Saga colon New Moon. <laughs> yeah. I gotta put the colon in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nick. That's Gabe. Hi, I'm Gabe. That's Layla. Hi. In the computer. <laughs> and we have a guest today who's going to introduce herself now. Hi, I'm Nassim. I am one of Layla's best friends. Yeah, she is. Oh, high praise. Lover of lover of Twilight. Or Layla's one of my best friends as well. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 
I just realized that sounded a little bit presumptuous. But, um, no, we believe you. Yeah. Okay, thanks. We were, we, we were thinking about checking your credibility and how close of yeah. friends you were. We with run Layla, a background check on each of We could see in your face. You're very trustworthy. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome on, Nassim. And I, I guarantee you, you have more to contribute about Twilight than I do. So yeah. I will be moderating our episode today. Uh, quick synopsis. Do we have any uh, other notes before I synopsize? Otto, Otto sent a message that was basically a synopsis. Did he? Should yeah, you he read just it? Said, Vampire and wolf fight over unremarkable high schooler. I did the synopsis <laughs> for Nick. <laughs> and, and the reason we picked these two, at yeah. least to me, yeah. Uh, appears to be that the first one is when she falls for Edward, and the second one is where Jacob gets his turn to try and... Um, oh, that's so funny. I didn't even think about it that way, but that's such a fair that perspective. That wasn't our reasoning, but that's <laughs> that a good way thinking. But that's is that great. not it? <laughs> no. I but I, that's great. Loop and I found a better reason. You did. Yeah, I think our reasoning will kind of... Edit. Give away what we're going to think about each of these movies, so it'd be better <laughs> if we just like talk about the movies. But firmly, Team Jacob, by the way, Nassim very, really badly wanted to do firmly. Twilight, and so that's uh, why. Tell us why you wanted to come on for Twilight. Are you a huge Twilight fan? <laughs> I mean, this is such a it's like a reawakening for me because uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I. Uh, I was a Twilight fan as like a 12 to 15 year old, which is, you know, reasonable, expected, reasonable, and haven't really, you know, aside from the sleepovers with Layla mm -hmm. when we were like 20, watching <laughs> Twilight and like laughing and having the best time, haven't watched them since, um, haven't read them. Um, so when Layla told me that. <laughs> This was going to happen. I was just really excited. I, I mean, I had to bring her on. Like, I can't even tell you guys. Like, Seams and I became best friends in college. Like, we met on our first day of college classes. Um, and this, like, I associate all Twilight films with her because we just, like, <laughs> we weirdly deep dived into this thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we weirdly deep dived into these just, like, the truest of fangirls at the time. And it's just... It's a crazy evolution to be here today to talk about these in such a different light. <laughs> yeah, and it's really hilarious because today I listened to your guys' um, oh, thank Boston you. Translation and Her episode, and I was just like, oh my god, today's episode is going to be nothing <laughs> like this one. Oh, but, you don't think um, we're going to get deep and analytical and talk about No, the deep and analytical, yeah. but uh, definitely different... Different, different vibe, yeah. Yeah, we'll try to bring <laughs> yeah. the sa same energy and same level of thought to these movies <laughs> while having fun. Um, yeah, we will use our uh, normal scale of one to seven, as you, uh, I'm sure, have heard before, Nassim. If you haven't and you're new to this podcast, welcome. This is the big one. This is the one everyone's been waiting for. The podcast or this episode? This episode. Great Wait, one yeah, to join big, in on. This yeah. episode, or this is the big podcast you that mean, you've been missing this out This is on. the seven <laughs> That everyone's been waiting for because seven is the best number in our rating scale. One is the worst number. Four is the one in the middle. Smooth. Um, yeah. <laughs> like the uh, like the Rob Thomas and Santana song. Let's 
get started. Gabe's looking at me like I'm doing something. Your microphone is a little quiet compared incorrect. to mine. I'll just back off. I think you were always doing the microphone wrong, and that's okay. I can't I possibly you, be doing I accept the you microphone all of your wrong. Flaws as my that's friend. like saying I'm doing the walking wrong. Well, my I am spiking. Put one foot forward as we are about to as we embark on this. Smooth transition into. I feel the like podcast. you've tried to smoothly transition us like four times now, and it's just gotten derailed every single. I derailed time. it. Yeah. Um, Talking about derailed, uh, <laughs> I don't. That's not a good transition at all. We're gonna start with spectacularity. <clears throat> Ooh, uh, which a good is one. A, a category uh, about how engaged you are in the movie. Were there a lot of things that took you out of the movie? Perhaps uh, were there six things on someone's abdomen? That took you out of the movie every Ooh. time you saw them. Or, it's kind um, of an eight-pack. It is. He has more than six going on for sure. Yeah. So uh, let's get started. And we're going to start with Layla. Hello. And we're going to start with the OG Twilight, the one that just has a normal <clears throat> title. Yeah, we'll just, just refer to twi- that as Twilight, and the other <laughs> one is Twilight, the other one we'll, be, we'll call New Moon. Yes. Yeah. I won't say the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, this is like actually such a hard category for me, because... On one hand, it's awful. Like, it's just truly, truly fucking awful. But then on the other hand, at the end of it, I ended up having a really great time laughing at it. Like, I don't... This this was just a hard score for me because, like, as much as I'm not... I mean, I guess if I just go by, like, film itself and, like, the fact that I'm that disengaged, that the, the fact that I'm engaged is simply to laugh at how bad the movie is is like really bad for the score. (laughs) But it's not one of those engagement things where like I'm just completely disengaged and I hate it and I'm like I need to walk away from this movie or I'm just staring at my phone. Like I was engaged, just not in like a positive light for the film. Like I just was laughing at it and constantly making fun of it while I was watching it. So I actually had a hard time picking a score for this. I ended up, and I'm going to go, depending on you guys, I'm going to land on a score. I wanted, I went on an average score. I went with a four initially because okay. I, just, I just didn't know what to do specifically for this one. New Moon was easy scores for me, but um, I'm going to go with a four simply because I like was conflicted with my younger self and my like adoration for these <laughs> movies and these books and my older self. It, that's like, how did we fall so far? Um, what scores are you in between? I'm just at a four right now. I want to see okay. where we go, and then I'm going to go from there and make an right. and make an average out of all the scores. <laughs> Super non-committal. Nassim, yes. Try and convince. Yeah, Give it to me, girl. First. <laughs> okay, so I feel like you know I'm trying to understand the categories yeah. well. Um, and that this would be the category where I needed to give a high rating to convey how much I enjoyed this movie. Yeah, fair. Caveat, like, I'm a newish mom to a toddler and, like, haven't watched much television or movies in the past year and a half. So <laughs> this was, like, sitting down watching this movie from beginning to end. Uh, was just such a great experience. It was hilarious. It was so cringy. But I'm going to have to go with a six because I Whoa. genuinely... And this Let's is go. like... No, that's yes! This makes sense. Are, I my scores it. are going to be all over the place, but I enjoyed every moment of it. And <laughs> there, there are so many cringy movies and TV shows that I'm like such a... like. 
I can be such a bitch about like how much I hate them yeah. because of the cringe. Yeah. But this type of cringe was just like, it, it was just so good. And it's so unique. It's a very unique <laughs> type of cringe. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the reason why it's a good type of cringe for me is that the chemistry between Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson, even though they're like weird and it's written terribly and she's the weirdest actor ever is good because they dated <laughs> for like four years in real life. So there is like, to me, I can feel the chemistry. Whereas like in other movies when there's terrible chemistry, I'm like really appalled. So yeah, fair I, enough. I don't know if that's a good enough justification, but <laughs> I, even the moments where it's like cringy and like might take you out of it. I felt like, still in it totally this might be like the only movie where I feel that way and I thought about this a lot like normally when I'm taken out of a movie no well normally when I'm taken out of a movie it's purely a negative like I'm just like fuck this for taking me out but this might be the one movie where it just has the opposite effect of what it was supposed to (laughs) it's almost like it's it's a parody of itself so it's just like a funny parody movie or at least it's become that (laughs) true well, I am so happy that the two of you find so much enjoyment in this and that many do, and I admit that. And here's how I will clarify this just to begin. Uh, I don't do think worst. this movie is bad. No, no, no. I don't even think this movie is bad. I just do not. And when I first watched it, the, the very first time, I actually really enjoyed it. It was, it was fun. It was a good, ridiculous time, and I thought it was silly. I just don't even find it interesting at this point. And Fair enough. while it's only two hours, yeah. it's a fucking long two hours. <laughs> it took me a while to get through this. I paused a lot. I took a lot of notes. I think here's, here's the high point of the movie, the, where the engagement level is like through the roof. They definitely like were like, when they were making this movie, they were like, oh man, everyone is going to lose their fucking minds when they watch this baseball scene. <laughs> They're going to think this is the sickest scene that's ever been put. It, it, like, can you imagine a baseball game, but with people with superpowers? They were probably losing it. And, and then a they loose grip on the rules of baseball. Yeah, loose grip on the rules of baseball. And also they were like, hey, by the way, what's one song that's going to get people fired up? Supermassive Black Hole by Muse. We fucking got them. Hook, line, and sinker. Here's my issue with that. Even if that scene was sick... And ensure I will admit that it was a cool enough concept. That is like three quarters into the movie of a two-hour movie. And and then it's also immediately really lame when they have the standoff with the vampires, which actually is kind of fun. Like, that's where I'm actually laughing when a little like bit. When they, like, growl so at each engaged. other. It's the, I'm going to get into the visuals. Like, I got really upset with that. But I don't, I don't know. It's that... There are so many scenes that I'm watching this and I'm just like, what's the point of what's happening? Like, yeah. why are we doing this? Like, there, I know that they have to, like, establish them as a couple and, like, as characters. But just the first bio scene and, and the second bio scene, when they're getting to know each other in bio, when they finally talk, I was like, oh, my God, this scene has lasted two hours this this is the full movie which is in this one scene and it's pain can i piggyback really fast which is crazy because nothing actually happens like i one of my major notes is that i don't actually now as an adult watching it 
I think I just knew that they were meant to be because of the books, but nothing happens in their relationship before they decide to love each other. Like, literally, they have one conversation about the weather and some biology terms, and that's it. She doesn't even fully admit that the whole reason she likes him is because he's designed for her to like him. Like, she doesn't know, like, yeah, but I know you. (laughs) We've hung out for fucking weeks. Like, I know you. It's not that. I mean, doesn't he just... I trust you. No, I'm not giving a rating, but doesn't he also just like her because she fucking smells so good yeah to him. he wants to eat her i mean that's probably the reason for most relationships like like... but it's it's it i just don't there's so much of this movie that i'm just like i don't know what we're doing here i mean there's the mind reading scene in the restaurant is just like i i fucking can't do that scene Cats? it's so absurd but there are scenes that like i love re-watching this i i laugh really hard and so i gotta bring up my friends clay and carter right now because when we were on a bachelor trip recently in denver apparently at like one o'clock in the morning one night they decided to watch twilight together in one of the rooms when when (laughs) that's incredible what a great time we we always die of laughter at the scene when she first walks into the classroom and edward looks at her and looks like he's gonna puke (laughs) So there are scenes where I am like <laughs> I am entertained. Um, I was gonna talk about the score, but the score is really fucking bad in this movie. Like the <laughs> musical score, like laughably bad. Oh, and this is it's one of the so best weird. Cohen, it's it, this so is one weird. of the Cohen brothers' like main composers, and it's just so off. I'm gonna give it a two out of seven. Oh. <laughs> at some point in my life, I was at a three. I do find some parts of it entertaining. I just was. I was more bored than thought it was bad. Yeah, so. I'm, that's perfect. I'm going to stay at a four. I feel like a perfect equal between the two of you, you guys go. right now. And I'm glad it I brings mean, entertainment to you, Nassim. Yeah, and I mean, I read the books, you know, like that was the origin of my, you know, love of Twilight was like I was 13 and I like read the books and they're much better than the movies. And it's funny you say that the biology scene was so painful and long because I feel like what, from what I remember from the book that goes on for so long, like where she's just like, why does this dude fucking hate me? Yeah. It's like, think That's I like the whole scene. It would work in a That's book because you get the, what's going on in her mind. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know if this is like the best category to mention this, but in the book, she's, a lot more likable like I feel like it's like you're like what the heck is happening here because it's like why what is it about her other than that she smells good because in the book she's like spunky and there's like like, depth to the character right like there's nothing in the movie when we get to actoring let's definitely yeah for sure because I was that was one of my questions I had for you guys queuing me up as if I had a good segue into actoring I don't because we still have to talk about Moo Noon yeah Moo Noon Moo Noon Um, we're going to go in the same order. So Layla, yeah. talk about Moon Noon. Okay. I gave this a one. Ooh. I, <laughs> well, that establishes it for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, you could just throw this entire movie out of the whole series and we'd all be fine. Everyone would be I, fine. I agree with that. No yeah. one would be upset. Everyone is, everyone is nodding for our listeners. Every, yeah. <laughs> for listeners. Everyone's yeah. in agreement. Um, it's just, it's just painfully like this is this is painfully bad right like twilight there's like a there's something fun about how bad it is right and you can engage with that new moon is just like painfully bad the the whole entire the fact that it's over two hours long makes me viscerally upset like the first 
hour of the movie is just her depression and nothing really happens. Most of the scenes and, and you're just I sitting like there. Cold turkey withdrawals. Yeah, <laughs> the it's screams. so the screams. the screams. I mean, I'm going to talk about the screams. They will make a strong appearance in a different category, but like it's it is <laughs> It's unreal. Like, and it's so funny too, because they like do the seems you remember in New Moon, the book, they like when it's the months passing, it's literally just a page with like the month on it and stuff. Like, I just don't know why we, I just don't know why we needed to address her depression this intensely. It was so unnecessary. All of the scenes between her and Jacob are painful. The adaptation of her like trying to hallucinate to see him and do dangerous things is so painful to watch and cringy. Like there's just nothing good about this movie to me. Honest to God, Jacob is awful. Normalized depression and also normalized pining for vampires and also normalized (laughs) beers and bikes. (laughs) Beers and bikes. Beers and bikes. Okay, but shout out to her dad who is honestly like MVP of this entire series. series. Like. He's like, your depression is scaring me. Like, this is not normal. And he's like the only and voice. The audience is like, yeah, what? Yeah, the Charlie, fuck is thank you. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, I'm gonna like praise the shit out of Charlie and actoring, but yeah, I just this movie stri- straight could have just taken it you out. They could have like it's done. Like, it's a one. <laughs> Nassim, where are you? Where do you land here? A two. A two. Okay. So bad. Um, it's so bad. <laughs> it's especially sad for me because I feel like I really I was never like into the like Team Edward, Team Jacob thing, like <laughs> whatever. But I love Jacob as a character. Like he I was really, really, really liked him, yeah. and I I hate Taylor Lautner. I'm Don't sorry. I just Don't he's the worst cast person. I mean, I think for me. Worst cast person, I don't know if this is controversial, like Taylor Lautner or Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. It's, like It's Hayden Christensen by a mile, but yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, though. Comparison. Like, watching New Moon <laughs> last night, I was like, this is... I'm, I mean, I like Jacob as a character. Like, I care more about him more, I feel like. Um, so bad. And this was supposed to be the Jacob movie, you know? Yeah, totally. But I don't know if it was Nick or Gabe who categorized them as, like, Edward and then Jacob, but that's always how I kind of thought of them in my head, and so disappointing. It's a bummer. So it's such a bummer. And so you just weren't engaged. You weren't even engaged with this one in a silly way. I mean, that's why I didn't give it a one. Was because like I still actually, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Like <laughs> from what I remembered, because especially because of like where Twilight series is now with like the parodies and stuff. So there oh, were like yeah, particular totally. moments. New Moon specifically, where it was like, God, this Bella, is Bella. Where you been, Loca? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so good. What a scene. Yeah. So, uh, Gabe, where you at? I. You gave it a. Five. So I gave it a one, but then I was like thinking. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> the opening scene in this movie—they never really address it again. But it's so weird that I'm like, "Ooh, hold on, this might be more interesting than the first one." Because she's like hallucinating her grandma, and then she is her grandma. And I was like, "Whoa, this is some heavy psychedelic shit." Um, but then it just is like, yeah, there's just like a big mopey period where it's like, first of all, you didn't even establish that we were supposed to care that much about Bella in the first one because she was not interesting <laughs> in the first movie. And second of all, this isn't how depression is. When they start making it about her having cold turkey, I thought at some point, <laughs> I put a note in my phone. I was like, 
oh, is it because he bit into her and she literally is addicted to him? But they don't establish that at any point. I think she's just overreacting. Honey, <laughs> you got to fucking chill. Um, and, and if <laughs> I said that to her, if I was in school and I said that to her, I would definitely look like an asshole for saying that. But, um, and I would be an asshole for saying that. Um, but there are moments of this. This is why I'm almost at a two. There are moments where I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I literally put a note in my phone. Yo, Edward, you got to chill. And it's the moment when Edward, like, throws her into the mirror at the house. Yeah. I was like, hey, <laughs> you know, say what you want about this movie, but I didn't get that excited about any moment in the first Twilight besides the baseball scene, which is the sickest scene of all time, according to the people who created it. Um, I think the, my biggest issue with this movie is that besides that scene and the hallucinatory, like, opening, it takes, like, an hour into this movie for anything to happen. Like, yeah. you you find out about the wolves over an hour into the movie. And that's, like, arguably the most interesting part, I guess, at, at least from, like, a guy perspective watching it. No, but I think like, for all again, of us, I was yeah. excited about that storyline. You know, Just, like, seeing yeah, that. In, in the guys, book. All guys love fucking love wolves. We love wolves. <laughs> Naturally. Um, Wait, I go ahead. Wait, like, seem, Seems, what were you going to say? Yeah. I was just going to say in the book, I mean, I feel like once the wolves come up, you're like, oh, they were trying to foreshadow that. But in the book, it's a lot more, you know, captivating. But the way they did it up until that part, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they all acting so freaking weird? Yeah, they're weird? so weird it's, for so long. It's just a bunch of shirtless people being like, no, I don't know anything. And then they like hang the out later and he's like, yo, murder. sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I got fucking wolved up, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> just eat, As they're eating mega-sized eat muffins. The largest yeah. muffins of all time. <laughs> the, the thing for me that like keeps it at a one and this is what I talk about all the time with spectacularity is like, was I pulled out of the movie? Oh, you bet I was. There were so many scenes where I was just like, and just the decisions of how they made the movie, like the Volturi fight scene should be really fucking cool. But they were like messing with like sound editing in it that it just sounded really obnoxious and weird. Again, have to bring up the score. This is one of the <laughs> most famous composers in so Hollywood. Weird. Alexandre Desplat made Incredible. the like Harry Potter theme. He's made like a lot. He's, like he's Oscar nominated yeah, multiple times. Nominated. Yeah. This is like one of the worst scores I've ever heard in a movie. Like just it's so fucking boring <laughs> and it pulls me out. So one out of seven suck a but it uh, sort of sounded in your intro to that like you were going to go to another score and you just kept it at a one. No. That's solid. For the record, I actually really enjoyed the first hour of this movie because it is so stupid. Yeah. And then uh, after that, it just is like, ugh, stop it. I guess from like a silly perspective, first hour for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, that's all I'm in it for. What are we going with next? Uh, we're going we're gonna to go with eye candy. Mm. Uh, we're going to talk about... This should be quick, I feel like. Feast yeah. for your eyeballs that is... Um, Taylor Lautner's abdominal area and start by talking about New Moon. Okay. Gabe? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, what can I say positively, visually about this movie? Not a whole lot, but I will say this. I, and it, you know, kind of gives away what I'm going to say for the next one. I think that New Moon, I think that they tried with visuals in this. Like, it's, it's a new director. I feel like there was more of, like, a creative artistic touch. So there are, like, some scenes that I do. There's, like, insert shots, like, with the um, 
bowl of blood when uh, mm-hmm. Edward is cleaning up uh, Bella after Carlisle. he fucking threw her into the Carlisle. Oh, Carlisle Carl. is yeah. Uh, that makes more sense. He's a doctor. I wouldn't want Edward doing that if there was a doctor on hand. Um, He's been alive for a Those insert shots are like, they're actually like kind of visually gorgeous. Uh, and I think that there's like an effort of trying in this. I think there's like two things. The CGI with the wolves kind of holds up. I actually thought, I didn't think it was as bad. I'm very picky about CGI. I think it works enough. It's not good. I don't like it. But it, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. There are <laughs> movies that we have done. Like when, when we did I Am Legend, like the zombies just did not fucking work for me years later on a TV. But on the other hand, the way he depicts the characters themselves, like no one looks real in this. They look like they're in front of a green screen. Their face. I think Bella's they are. I think really they constantly fucking, are. Honest to God. I think they did an over makeup job on Bella. On Kristen Stewart. Like, she doesn't look real in this. And I know that that's, like... That would have worked, actually, better in the first one. Because all all the characters are, like, going after her in the Mm. first one. Um, But I don't know. I thought that there... First of all, like, this cinematographer is, like, a better cinematographer than than others, you know, that have worked on these movies. (laughs) He's, like, a five out of seven. Well, he did Thor Ragnarok, and, like, I like the visuals of that. He did The Road. I really like that movie. He did Blue Jasmine. I love that movie. But he's also done a bunch of horrible comedies, and there's also annoying things that he did. Like, we all laughed at the part when the wolves are fighting, and then they, in quotes, run into the camera, and then the camera falls on the ground and is left there. I was like, oh, fuck off. There's no camera there, guy. Like, (laughs) so it annoyed me, but I'm going to give it a two. I don't think it's the worst. I'm going to let Nassim go last here. So Layla, you talk about this. Okay. Um, I'm giving it a two as well. Mm. I think it's like well below average as far as visuals in a film. I, I, I think way too like it every even just like a standing scene with like main characters like in like a room looks like it's cgi to me it looks so uncomfortable i don't like it <laughs> i also like can't look at the wolves by the way without thinking about like all all over the internet is images and videos of like taylor lautner in one of those suits and her scratching him and like uh, yeah, i can't i can't like unsee that now <laughs> so like every time i see the wolves i think of that um yeah i don't know i just think it's comical i don't think it's very good i the fact that they put that wig on taylor lautner is like enough to give it a one for fuck's <laughs> sake that wig is just outrageously work. bad it, it's such a high budget film for them to like fuck that up so hard is Dude, just ridiculous some to me person had to like make that yeah Someone like they spent probably months. It's like they ordered it off Amazon or something. Like, just get a better wig. My God. Like, I just... That's whatever. The thing. Someone spent I'm, an, I'm just going to keep that. it simple. I don't think it's, like, that great. It's fun. It's, like, whatever. It's a two. <laughs> Do you have a differing opinion, Nassim? Um, no, I'm just, like... <laughs> I gave it a one. I mean, you I... You have a different uh, opinion. I support it. I mean, it's I not that it. different, but I hated... I mean, I appreciate what Gabe brought up about the shots of, like, the blood. And I feel like they were the reason why I hate it so much is because they tried too hard to make it look better than the first one. Yeah, that's such a good point. And then it, like, became really, really weird for me. Like, the visuals, I just hated them, everything about them. To me, I'm also really picky about CGI. Like, I would rather there be, like, some kind of animatronic, like... 
puppet or like some puppet or something than wolves that look like that because like <laughs> I just it really brings me out when stuff looks like that and it's just like I hated the way the wolves looked I didn't like the wig I feel like I don't even know if it's the wig or if it's just that Taylor Lautner is not supposed to be Jacob Black and he's not supposed to have long hair like it's just that's not fair. and then yeah, that's just the point. way the way that Bella looks I don't, is it the makeup what it what it is it's just really weird um they made her look like she was a vampire yeah she's not definitely. even a vampire yet yeah and so I didn't and there was just something about I don't know like they made her pictures harsher and like aunt looking I think she's supposed I to look like the... she lost weight like she's not eating yeah I think yeah. It, yeah I think she also just got old. I think Kristen Stewart like aged be, I mean she obviously aged between them that's how time works <laughs> but like I think that she like looked a little bit older and then they also did makeup and the, also the way that this guy visualized it like kind of like put their faces like like everything else is muted colored, but their faces like kind of come out and are accentuated. And so yeah. it just looks really off with her. Cause it's like a, a, yeah. all those things combined. So weird. Yeah. And the Volturi, the Italian vampires <laughs> to me just look like absolutely awful. Yeah. Especially. Thank you for bringing um, this up. That's so true. They look ridiculous. Arrow. Like Dakota Fanning looks okay. Like she looks kind of cool, but Three dudes just—I don't know—they look really, really weird. Just reminds me of what we do in the shadows. Yeah, it's like silly. It's 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 so silly, which is a parody. So, all right, Nassim, please continue. Talk about the OG Twilight for us in in terms of. I'm actually excited about this. I'm glad you went to Seams because she like I feel like we've had so many conversations and you've like talked about how you did really love how the first visuals like was done. And now she's gonna give it like a two. I know. Now she's no, like, I don't feel that way. <laughs> no, no. That's why I, you know, with New Moon, I gave it a one. Even though, like, I feel like probably from a technical standpoint, probably better in New Moon, right? Right. But <laughs> I gave Twilight, I mean, I'm between like a three and a four. I'm just, I'm not sure how to rate it because it's terrible. Like, it looks really bad. And the blue tint <laughs> is really weird. <laughs> But the blue tint is Twilight. And, like, I also Thank hated you. the costumes. Thank you, it is. Yeah. Like, Edward's... Um, yeah, what the fuck is Edward wearing? is terrible. I, I really didn't like it. But at the same time, every time Kristen Stewart was in a different scene... I was like, oh my god, I loved that outfit when I saw that when I was totally. Like, I, I remember. I, said, I wrote that down. We all. It's a timestamp. Yes. We all wore that shit that yes. her and Anna Kendrick are wearing. Yes, like I was like, yeah. I yeah. wanted that. I told Layla that Nokia phone she uses in the movie. I searched on the internet, bought it on eBay, like had it as my phone, even though it like didn't really work because it was like a Chinese phone. Um. <laughs> So that's right, China. We hate your product. <laughs> I mean, it was like literally like not only <laughs> it was only for use in China. You know, it wasn't like meant to be with an American. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Tip. But I, I don't know. I don't know whether to do a three or a four because it sounds like is, a three. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Okay. It's I mean, really I, I also but, went with the three though, so we're on the same page. Oh my god, and the cinematography, the cinematography, oh, 
my baby's crying. Um, okay. The cinematography was so Cyrus wanted to join us, so everybody. Weird. Um, just the way that they like shot anything with those three vampires was like any of the moments when they were like eating other people that died. Thank you. It was so so bad. <laughs> I'm still kind of laughing at the his um coat thing because that's exactly what <laughs> yeah. it is. It's an yeah. uh coat. Okay, so did I say blazer? Blazer, <laughs> but that's not a blazer. So, Layla, you were you were saying that you were at a three too. So yeah, I'll, I'm also yeah, at a three. So I was gonna say, Layla, give us a give us a. I'm here. I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm at a three. Uh, like it is awful. Like it's really bad, and there's a lot of bad shit and. I'm 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 giving it I'm giving it that little bit of a higher score because and maybe this should not be in this category. I feel like it is this category, though, like that blue tint is a thing like people go to that town and they take a tint in front of their like camera to take photos of that town simply because of how iconic that tint is in that first movie. And I do think it created a vibe for this this film. Like, as much as it's silly and ridiculous that they literally basically were like, Instagram is huge, let's put a tint on this movie. I think it kind of worked in some scenes, and I was kind of about it at the time, and, like, I don't hate it now. Um, it's still not great, and, like, all of the vampires and the way that they move and their physical acting is disgusting. Like, the way that they crouch down and hiss kind of weirdly at each other makes me want to laugh Weird. like if, if they ever did that to me in real life i'd go i'd die laughing like i just i like that's not scary oh, to man. me whatsoever if like, as if you could laugh at them <laughs> as if you could outrun them um yeah that's it yeah like the way that the way james like always is like moving his oh my god is james the fucking annoying one from never back Down? yeah when, yeah he's yeah. the one who's like when he's about to track her there at the baseball field he's literally like oh yeah yeah i, I will talk i have a lot of questions personally about the evolutionary uh logic behind a lot of the things of vampires and werewolves doing this but I'm just going to not talk about that now. Let Gabe talk about the eye candy for Twilight. I will say positively, I agree with Layla that it, it at least establishes some like visual tone that like that's iconic. So it kind of needs that. Like even taking it out of the legacy section, I agree. So I can't really give it a one. And also I've seen worse, worse movies. Yeah. And I was going to give, I was going to try to find some positive things, but then as I was writing, I guess I wrote down, holy hell, fuck the visuals. So I got to just talk about all, there are <laughs> the hunting scene at the beginning, like the opening narration and the hunting looks horrible. Like, <laughs> like laughably, like it looks like a fucking student project. It's so bad. It kind of the whole they, movie kind of does a little bit, honestly. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the whole movie does, and then there are like lens flares in it that are just like weird. Like I hate when they artificially put in lens flares into movies. Everything is filmed at a weird diagonal angle for yeah. some fucking reason in certain <laughs> scenes. I don't like that. There's no purpose for it. When you put something at an angle, there should be a purpose. Like in Black Panther, or what? Like when. When uh, 
Michael B. Jordan like takes over in in Black Panther. Sorry to spoil that if you've never seen it. It's <laughs> inverted because he's flipped their fucking world upside down. It's cool. There's a purpose. The diagonal stuff doesn't work. There's a scene where she's researching online what vampires are basically and it just <laughs> zooms in on certain words like strength and speed and and i was fucking dying of laughter like yeah bitch we fucking know that these are some words like if you're gonna focus it's just such a boring way of explaining what type of vampires these are and also it's like what website were you on that like had that and, was it? It didn't look trustworthy. Anyways, I mean, she like basically <laughs> caught him. Like she basically said all that, and then he goes, "Yeah, I've been seventeen for a while." And she's like, "Got you, you bitch!" I didn't even think it was real. Um, also, the way that it looks when they run and jump and fly—I mean, the and fact that you can see the cables in the movie is like oh, just the, a hugely problematic the, thing. The fast forwarding for it, just like the way that it, that blur—I was just like, <laughs> this so is not going to go well. And then, yes, as Nassim said, just the mo- I think the moment when I when I put that note, holy hell, fuck the visuals, was when those vampires come strolling in. I was like, no. <laughs> No, no. So I'm giving it a reluctant to. Uh, just a last note, because I'm going to talk about it more in a different category, but the fucking sparkling. Him sparkling. I mean, they had to do something. It, that's on Stephanie Did Myers they? for deciding that they sparkled. Like. But it also, it just looks ridiculous to me. I'm actually just speaking yeah. to the film aspect it looks of it. Like, it, looks, it looks beautiful. He's so beautiful. Excuse me. I think me. it's also, it should have been more yeah like it should it was so Sparkle mildly more. sparkling where like it looked like, like would glitter. anyone i love would that, anyone know I love, like that they're they're shiny. I love that the sparkling for the vampires is inclusive of blind people too because it makes a noise too when the sun yeah. it, like, shines twinkles. on it so yeah, yeah. Like, that guy like, that's not how fucking shiny things really work loud <laughs> olive oil they're like shing all right, what's our... Uh, I, feel what's- like, I feel like I have one more. Just, yeah. I feel like for this category, I should comment on the visual part of, like... I actually went to Forks, not because I'm, like, a Twilight fan or anything, uh-huh. but because we were on a road uh-huh. trip, and... Yeah, we went up on a road a trip. Popular road trip destination. <laughs> so it is. There's an amazing um, rainforest really close to Forks, the Ho Rainforest. Everyone should check it out. Um, it looks a lot like where they do the scene where she's like, he's like, say it out loud, you know, all the mossy stuff. Amazing. As if you could outrun me. But the town of Forks in reality is so just different from <laughs> the way they depict it in the movie. I feel like it's it's insensitive. Um, <laughs> it is and insensitive. They should just, be ashamed. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it. It's kind of like a poor town, and I don't oh, feel like no. they were really able to like benefit from Twilight as much as I wish they could have. Um, yeah, in fact, God they probably got annoyed yeah. by like people just come in and they're not even like buying anything from the town; they're just taking pictures. They're just like now. our town's not blue. Yeah. And they're like, what, are there vampires here? There must be a high mortality rate from vampires. <laughs> okay. And- All right. Yeah. Let's talk about the originality of Twilight. Nassim, mm. we're still on you, so let's talk Ooh. about it. Were you going to okay. talk about the shiny? I know this is this like category? kind of an interesting category, too, so if you... Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit confused about this category. Do you want me to go first? It- I was... 
Yeah, this is a tough one for guests. But yes, this is a tough one for guests. So I mean, what we want to know is, want. do you think this needed to be made? Are there elements of this right. movie that stand out amongst other movies in the genre? So this genre would be teen movies. Yeah, like movies YA with werewolves adaptations. Well, kind of movies with vampires. Um, blue movies. I don't yeah. Know what other genres are? Yeah, there? Uh, like Equilibrium is a blue movie. <laughs> yeah, that is a blue movie. Uh, and I gave it a three. I gave okay. it a three okay. because I feel like it need like there was never going to be a time where like that book came out and was so popular, and then a movie didn't get made. So I, I definitely feel like it needed to exist, and I just definitely feel like this movie for entertainment purposes, other than what the filmmakers had desired, needed to exist because it's just. It's so funny. It's so entertaining. Um, but no, it's not original. Like, the way the vampires are is nothing interesting Fucking about awful. it. But for some reason, this movie feels really highlight. feels really unique to me. Mm. Yeah. It's in a bad way. In an entertaining, yeah. really bad way. I think, like... The- I find I find this hard in exactly what you just summed up. Like it is very original in the sense that it is like one of a kind at this point. (laughs) Like Twilight is Twilight. Like we we ended up comparing this against another Twilight film because there really isn't like a whole lot out there that you can compare this to. Like it is very one of a kind. However, it's one of a kind because it was executed very poorly. So it's hard for me to get give it a really high score. You know, seems alluded to this earlier. It's not a great adaptation of the book in a lot of ways. Bella fucking sucks in the movies and she's not that fucking awful in the books. So that's like it's not even a well done adaptation of the source material, which already docks it because it's from heavy source material that literally mm-hmm. everyone fucking read at the time and is still reading. Um, So I went with the three as well because I just I had a hard time with like. There's it is. It is very original, but it's also not. I don't know, Gabe. Why don't you talk? <laughs> well, so I, I mean, I haven't read the book, so I don't know. And like, you know, we normally dock it if it's, you know, from books and and doesn't set itself apart enough as its own original concept or original um, depiction. I will say really quickly, when I was studying for the LSAT, there was a reading comprehension like thing. And so I'd read these like essays. I don't know if these are real but I think they are because they're trying to teach you how to like – it's reading comprehension, whatever. I don't need to describe that. But one of the essays was about how the original concepts for vampires came from England uh, like in the 12th century. And it was about it, – it, vampires were based off of like people's prejudices towards redheads in England. And so a lot of like traits that vampires have were like clever – um manipulations of that like like we the living forever or whatever and not going out in the sunlight like redheads obviously pale skin can't go out in the sunlight but we also have like a higher concentration of vitamin e and we don't need as much like vitamin e so uh like that's like part of like the living longer you you're supposed to have like vitamin e and vitamin d a bunch of like dumb shit um but it's possible that they came out of hatred towards redheads. So I just have to speak on behalf of my people um, that we are vampires and I wish I had these powers, but what Nassim was saying and and Layla was talking about a little bit, like I don't think and this maybe is like 
an issue with the original source material. I don't think va- vampires are that interesting. Like, he's fucking fast and strong, sure. These vampires the, are like, awful. They're this lame. I don't a find bad it depiction of vampires. The Absolutely. only thing that, like, got me excited was when he talks about how, like, because vampires don't sleep or eat and stuff. I was thinking about how much time I could devote to watching other movies in the time that I take to sleep. And, and I like that idea, but is that, is that original for this with vampires? Probably not. Also, well, I think ago. that they do have, I just thought of this, that they didn't really focus on in the movies. They each have their own little, like, power. superpower. That's that cool. They could have, it is cool. They didn't even explain Jasper's. Yeah. Um, they don't explain Jasper's at all, and they just expect you to know movie. it. Yeah, but they don't. But they don't even explain it. He just does yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. They expect you to know <laughs> yeah. it in that first scene. And I was like, "Wait, are we? Is that his power? Wait, what the fuck?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, the ideas of like having them have their own powers, I thought was cool uh, and unique. I have a couple issues, and this might be the source material. Okay, one thing. It, it, it definitely, but here's here's how it is a problem in the movie. I actually don't think they needed to have Jacob be the other love interest. I don't think there needed to be another love interest. I actually would be really interested if he was just a friend to her, and he like a lot of it came out of him caring for a, as a friend. And I know yep. that that's not really established in the first movie as much as it is in the second one. Oh man, I'm laughing. Layla, I think you know I'm laughing. They just didn't need to make him like an annoying bitch. And I I really hate Jacob and I know that's like a problem with the depictions of these. And that's what I'm saying like that's where it fell creatively. Also, can I just ask a question? Carlisle saved two people because of the Spanish flu. Do you know how many fucking people died of the Spanish flu? Why only two people? And also, it's really funny to watch a movie that talks about the Spanish flu of 1918 when we are living totally. through something way worse and people are way more dumb. And no Carlisle exists right now that yeah. would help almost, out. Yeah. Anyone. Almost that you know no of. One. Almost no that you one is know turning of. people into vampires. Yeah, but no, yeah, okay. But I'm just saying, in general, people have shown that they are pretty fucking selfish here. And not a single one of them has turned any of their fellow man into a vampire. What was your score there, Gabe? I'm going to give it a 2 out of 7. Just to address the uh, Jacob thing, like he has a purpose later on that is <laughs> even fucking so, worse. I've, I've seen all. I so mean, ridiculous. He has a purpose. I don't. I just feel like <laughs> I actually, and I know they don't really establish it in the first one, but I just don't. I like it didn't serve the the movie any good having but him also, be this competing force. The thirteen year old version Taylor of Lautner. me. Yeah, for sure. Also, the 13-year-old version of me would be smacking you right now because all we wanted when we were 13 was love triangles to be obsessed well, that with. Is, that is non-unique manipulation. On, 100%. On it's girls. not unique. I wrote in my yeah, note, I, in my originality, like love triangle. Gabe down <laughs> with the non-uniqueness that you... Of New Moon. Yeah. Uh, ...believe is the movie New Moon. For originality. Layla. Bad transition. All right, I'm like... Are you asking me to do my originality for New Moon? Yes. I gave it a two. Yes, I am. I'm close to a one. I don't really know what to even say about this. I mean, it's it's a very bad adaptation of a book. So like, there's nothing in my in like I don't I I already don't like the adaptation of the vampires. I don't necessarily love the adaptation of like these werewolves either. I think the way that they like created these 
fantastical characters in these movies are really lame and like not cool and I just don't care about them. I I love fantasy. It's like the my number one genre. It's what I read, it's what I watch. This is the worst depiction of vampires and werewolves I've ever seen. And yeah. I I just don't care. Like I don't care about anything in this movie. I don't think anything they did was particularly original. And again, I think it's a really poor adaptation of something that was already written. Um, that did it better from what I remember. So, okay, I'm going to go with the one. All right. Talk yourself down. Seems. One. I have to give it a one, too. It's just so bad. And what I wrote down was like, you know how there's sometimes a series where they only adapted the first one and it was bad, but then you can rewatch it. And it was like, it was cringy and then never did another one and it was great. Yeah. I feel like Twilight could have been that way, where Twilight could have just been the sole movie that was ever made. And it still would have the same kind of legacy as it does with like five extra movies. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, Taylor Lautner just ruins Jacob's character um, entirely. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like I really enjoyed actually reading the um, reading New Moon because of the wolf story, and I know it's mm-hmm. not that original, but um, they really botched it. Yeah, I mean, the book definitely is is just more interesting because, like, if I had to pick between the two creatures, like, the books do a way better job of, like, making the werewolves exciting. The vampires are just so lame all around. Yeah, but Gabe, my Gabe, my husband Gabe, just kept being like, what the hell? Like, really, Jacob is going to just be, like, upholding this random old, like, treaty thing? Like... <laughs> You just kept being like, why can't they just talk like normal people? Like, they're both, like, young, and, like, why are they both being so weird towards each other? I think, like, that's some of the worst parts of this movie is when, like, Jacob and probably Gabe, like, what contributes to you feeling like this love triangle is so weird and awkward because whenever the three of them are around each other, it's... It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I, like... I, I was going to ask, you know, originally, I mean, you guys have just answered it. Like, is this a better, at, is this more similar to the book than the first one? Because it's a new director that was involved with this too. And it sounds like, no, I don't, you know, like it adds some stuff to this. It adds the werewolves and Volturi, but that's not like on, that's because the source material added that stuff as you yeah. went on. I think a lot of this movie just so clearly works better as a book. And I know that that it's some movies are really some things are really hard to adapt, and a teen going through periods of depression and pining is hard to adapt in a way that's not ridiculous. Um, because showing a passage of time is always fucking hard. It's got to be a yeah. montage, and it's just gonna like you still have to keep interest. And when you're one of the biggest IP, you know, projects out there, like one of the biggest blockbusters and you have to insert that. It's like, Oh, it's going to be a problem. So I don't know how they would have done it better, but they didn't do it well. And it's just, I could see so like you could watch the movie and see in your mind, Oh, this would work so much better in a book. It like, Mm -hmm. I, I would understand this more if I was reading into their thoughts. There's just a lot of really laughable shit that's just not unique and not how people, again, as Nassim was talking about, like not how people talk, but also like 
Not how situations work. Like the part with the biker bar is so fucking stupid. Like, oh, yeah. and I was so just like, why is this in the movie? I get Thank that God for Anna Kendrick. bad, but like, I mean, does Anna Kendrick even fucking do anything in that scene? She sees her afterwards and goes, I mean, that was weird. I um, mean, <laughs> at least calling it out for the audience. Cause yeah, we all she, were just, just like, what the actual fuck are so you doing? Dumb, the biker literally goes, Hey baby, we got beers <laughs> and we got bikes. And it's like, what? And some of the like, bikes like, were more enticing shit, yeah, than the beers. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Also, like, if you're going to depict a teenage girl getting on a motorcycle with a dude because she wants to, like, get that adrenaline, it's really not going to be that dude. That's that what dude I said. Yes. That you literally run away. That dude run away. Sucked. Yeah. So scary. Yeah. So scary. Um, yeah. Gabe, I want to address the point that you just said. Um, a counterpoint to, like, the whole, oh, it's just, like, she's depressed and it's better in a book because it's so much in their head, whatever. Um. Normal people is a perfect example of how oh, an adaptation can so good. do it the uh, right yeah. way. Because oh I've read Normal People. The entire book is the inner dialogue of these two right. people. There's very little interaction. And you see that in the show. The show is like a lot of very quiet moments between two people. Yet it and somehow show- works. <laughs> and I think the biggest thing, especially in originality, when we're talking about how it's adapted... It's how do I make a visualization of this more clever yes. and, and different than the book? And I think, yes. you know, I haven't read Normal People, but I could, you could see that there are things that the show itself benefited from, from being a show as opposed to a book, whereas the book had some advantages on that. Yeah. It, it's clear when you're even watching Twilight without reading it, you're like, oh, this would work better in a book and you're not even showing me why it needed to be a movie. Therefore, according to our categories, it is a one out of seven. It would almost be a zero. Uh, It seems like we're on a streak here of ones. Are we? uh, Let's continue that streak and talk about the actoring in New Moon. Um, Do you want to go, Layla, since you had? I mean, sure. I mean, I literally, yeah. Actoring, Actoring, by the way. Nassim is a category where we talk about the writing, directing, and acting all in one category. Yeah, and can I, like, just, like, one uh, caveat of this is, like, this is the first time I think we've done a sequel versus its uh, predecessor or whatever. Um, It's not as prequel. Well, I guess it's its prequel to that, but it's not a prequel. But, like, this is the first time we've done a sequel, so it's the same cast for the most part, but... This time it actually is interesting because it's different directors and different writers yes. for each one. So, like, that's going to very much affect how this cast is perceived or whatever. So, yeah. Um, I have way more notes for Twilight, but New Moon's really simple. Um, if I could, like, it's a one. If I could give it a zero, I would. Her screaming in that bed alone. I can't go any higher than a one because (laughs) of her screaming in that bed. It's upsetting. It's, I don't even know. I didn't even think scream. I didn't even think people could make that sound. Like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I want (sighs) to ask, I want to ask Kristen Stewart. Why make that sound? But like, why for her is that what she thinks a scream is like what in her life made her believe that that's what, 
a scream is supposed to sound I think, like. Uh, I think it might have been the directing. I think it's both. I think. I think. I mean, um, any director that is, sees that and is like, "Good job, that was a great take." I mean, <laughs> Kristen Stewart wants us all to know. She brings this up in every interview, but she wants us all to know that she is a an introvert, like really, like a hardcore introvert. Yeah, we're so all I aware. Can't see no that that fucking is, way. I know that's. I, shocking she brings it up in every interview she lets i was letting you know it's, it's not like shocking. jennifer She's lawrence and pizza you know we're all time. aware yeah um <laughs> that's why i Seems. established that but i i think that that like i don't think she's had to shout for anyone before and it's like yo this is what acting is lady but uh you have to do this once in a while but like i honestly feel like she just did not know how shouting worked because she'd never done it out loud an amazing rationalization for that. That is an. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying that's like maybe that is the reason. I'm <laughs> saying that that rationalization is a good thing, a hilarious thing. Uh, what's your score, Seems? What, what, for new movie? What was yours, Layla? Like, a one. one. I gave it a one. I didn't. I really a didn't have much more to could. say. I mean, yeah. I Jacob is also just like the one of the worst adaptation portrayals ever, and the fact like he he sing, Taylor Lautner single handedly ruined one of. The most beloved characters in these books. Like, I just... It's it's unreal, disgustingly bad. I would give this maybe, like, another point or a point five higher just for Charlie alone. Like, he is the only, like, light at the end of the tunnel. Like, he truly just, like... He carries scenes. He's seamlessly, like, good at what he's doing. He's a good character. He is exactly how I imagined him. And he plays totally. it perfectly to a T, carries the character well, but makes it his own. And he feels like a dad, a genuine dad who's like actually concerned for his daughter at all times, but like doesn't want to involve himself too much either because he's like scared to get too emotional with her. He has depth to his character. So like I have to acknowledge him, but I just for there to have been a director that was on this set and was OK with these scenes and these moments and didn't stop it entirely and shut the movie down because it was so fucking bad like it's just shame it's on a you. one shame yeah. on you right. an emphatic one what about you Nassim I mean you talking about Charlie makes me want to give it a two just because like he, do deserves, it. A he deserves it do it himself. and honestly it's interesting like, talking about you know my score for Twilight is actually much different because I feel like aside from Kristen Stewart and Taylor Lautner Everybody else does the best that you could possibly do with the mm. acting and script. Well, fair. I don't know about everybody else, but Jacob's I think most friends people, are so ridiculous. Oh, Those two so friends bad. that walk into the fucking shed. Yeah, so movie. that's my that, that was my <laughs> score for Twilight. Like that's what I was thinking about in Twilight specifically. But yeah, everyone. It's like kids' names. And I feel like it's important to bring up in this category that Taylor Lautner is not. Native American. He's just like not at all. Like he's literally no, he's not a white person who he's looks tan. really tan. Oh, um, yikes! Bad yeah. casting. Like Doesn't yeah. age well. Yeah, and so I mean, I I could have played Jacob. Damn it, dude! <laughs> I missed my fucking chance. I think like, I personally love Robert Pattinson as Edward, and there's so many cringy moments with him because the writing is so bad. I think he's great as Edward, and he's not in this movie, so 
is mostly Kristen Stewart being the worst that she could possibly be and Taylor Lautner being terrible Jacob. And when you bring up the director being different in this movie, it's just so weird to me that he was like, or she, I don't know who the director uh, yeah. is. He was like, okay, those really weird, like, cringy things, Kristen Stewart, that you did in the first one, do that, but, like, more. more. Like, do that worse. <laughs> that definitely like, was the direction. What is that? What is that scene where she's like, please, please, no, and she puts her arms It's up. in. It's when he's about to die with the Volturi. I, like, oh, I, I, like, can't get that image out of my mind. She's like, no, no, no. And she's like contorting into herself as she's doing it. It's yeah, so upsetting. There weird. was also the scene we we watched through Netflix party, uh, Nick, Layla, and I, and we, uh, there's a scene where she's like walking up to the biker and yeah. and Edward shows up. He like astral projects. Oh yeah, her face. Her she's like, for Ooh. some reason. And then she, no, she kind of goes like, <laughs> It, it, like she's she like goes panting through, and like does this she like goes through like out. seven different indescribable human emotions oh, in man. one face. I, I mean, yeah, because I was like gonna jump on that. I think the it, like you you nailed it. Seems like it basically was just like, hey, take everything you did in the first one, but act less human and make them weirder. <laughs> and also, they make her look not real. They make her look so hot. That everyone still fucking loves it, but they like they, there's like over makeup on her, and like I like I think of the scene where she's like talking with Taylor Lautner on the staircase at the movie theater, and like she just doesn't look like a real person. They just look like they dolled her up to look like super hot, but like she's also making these faces at the time. I don't know. I I put the same note too. Like I at the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, this is when Robert Pattinson starts like you know, separating himself from the pack, so to speak. Like he, like, I mean, Robert Pattinson today is a fucking incredible actor. I love him so much. I think he's become more and more dynamic as he's left the Twilight movies. And that's what most people would say. But I really thought at the beginning of this, oh, this is like, I think he's doing more with the Edward character than he had in the first one. Hmm. But then you're right. He's not fucking in this and when he is in it he's like an astral projection of himself like it's not him <laughs> and it just is weird i taylor lautner of course never had a career after these movies because he fucking sucks and taylor lautner i'm not ever inviting you onto the pod normally when i insult someone i invite them <laughs> this on afterwards not brought to you're you by not china and it's not brought to I you hate by him. taylor lautner i also gotta say I was at, I was almost out of two if this movie had more Michael Sheen because Michael <laughs> Sheen is amazing and he's perfect for Michael a vampire. Sheen. It is funny that before this he played he was a, a lichen. Yeah, a lichen yep. in the Underworld movies, but he's great God, so much in better. his one scene. He looks dumb. I agree with you earlier yeah. since you were talking about how stupid yeah. they look, but he's a good actor. His he's little so giggles. Totally. And yeah, so I'm going to give it a one out of seven as well. And good riddance to this movie. My goodness. Uh, let's talk about Twilight and uh, <laughs> the actoring within Twilight. Uh, we're going to start with you, Nassim. Lead us off. So I gave this a four because oh my God. I, I liked Robert Pattinson's portrayal of Edward. And that probably is like 95% because... Watched you it were in love with him at the time. Do you remember that? And was yeah. like, he, I had this like Edward shirt 
Um, I loved him as Cedric Diggory first, yeah, and then so I was like, good. oh my god, he's Edward. And I feel like he has the, it's like they're so much awkward, but he has these like really endearing moments, even in this, in these terrible movies where you're like, you're cute, like you're sweet. Like I, I would, (laughs) Mayla's shaking her head at me. Um, I, I like him. I love him. Uh, He's great. And I feel like the other people, you know, aside from Twilight, aside from Taylor Lautner, who's barely in it. And, oh, my God, the part, though, I just thought of the part where um, Billy and Charlie at the very beginning of the movie, just like when she sees Jacob for the first time and Billy and Charlie, the dads go in the back. They're just fighting with the wheelchair. And they're like awkwardly like pretending to fight. And it was just like, that's really that's really bad. Um, But that's not (laughs) their fault. They told them to do that. Um, But that's part of this category. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and uh, I don't know. I I like how weird and campy all the acting feels. Like not Kristen Stewart or Taylor Launers, but all of the Cullens. <laughs> I I kind of like them all and the way that they um, were portrayed. And Anna Kendrick, she does a good job. I think all the friends are actually pr- the friends of <laughs> Bella. <laughs> really cringy people. I mean, I'm I'm ready. <laughs> really cringy people, but I felt like the acting wasn't like yeah. There were so many scenes where like my husband was sitting next to me, and he's like, "What the hell is happening? Like, why Fair. are they talking Fair. like this?" But that wasn't like you know. I mean, I know it's part of this category, but <laughs> I gave it a four because I liked I liked it. I liked the acting. Um, like it works for you. Yeah. It works yeah. for me. Fair it enough. Yeah. It worked for you. Uh, did it work for you, Layla? And then <laughs> we're going to go to Gabe. And while you guys are talking, I might have to use the restroom. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Do it, dude. Um, I'm going to give it. Audience, pay close attention to the noises in the background. Please don't. Please. Oh, I really God, hope. Gabe. I really um, hope Gabe's apartment is large enough for that not to happen. That's but not. I'm very sorry. Go. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a two and that's me Mm. being like nice because i was very close to giving it a one um and it's it's solely because obviously i don't really like any of the like i don't think any of the acting in this movie is like good but it's really the writing for me like i every if you watch every shot in the background, something really fucking weird is happening in the background of every single shot. And I, and it's mostly those friends that you're talking about. Like, (laughs) like there's this thing where she, she walks up to, they're talking next to like where you get your food at the cafeteria. Yeah. They're all in the background, like moving around and like talking about, it's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, in the, in the parking lot, like every shot of them in the background in the parking lot, they're just doing things that no teenage boy ever thought to do in their life. And I just don't know oh my God. whether it was the writing or the director was like, yeah, that's a great do that in the background because that's what teenage boys like to do. Um, Especially the dude that almost like crashes into her. Yeah. Oh, my God. That guy sucks. Um, 
Um, yeah, so all of that stuff is really fucking awful to me. The writing, like the scene, I, I always bring up this scene, but the scene in the, in the hospital in the beginning after she like almost gets hit by the car where it's Edward and her at the corner and he's just like, why can't you just be someone who says like, thank you? And then she goes, uh, thank you. And then he... Oh my God. <laughs> like the, the way that they talk to each other in that scene and the way that it's written is so awful. It's, it's like in the whole biology scene, like his face when he smells her, like... It doesn't look like he's having a hard time controlling himself. He looks constipated most of the movie. Like his his facial expressions. Ninety percent of it. Yeah. His facial expressions in this movie are. I'm sorry. God bless him. And I I I love Robert Pattinson, but he it's bad. Like none of his facial expressions are like good to me. It doesn't convey what he's trying to convey whatsoever. And then you've got Kristen Stewart. Like I just but like I have like all these notes about like. Kristen Stewart, like, it's not even just her ridiculous acting. Like, why is she biting on large vegetables in every cafeteria scene? Like, she has the largest <laughs> celery stick I've ever seen in my hand, in her hand. Fucking in celery one scene. in a cafeteria. And she, but it's like a whole celery stick, and she's just gnawing on it in the cafeteria like she's some awkward girl. And I'm like, that doesn't make you awkward. You just look very weird right girl, now. You a girl or a rabbit? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Jesus. I just, yeah. I mean, and then, like... There's like when they're walking on the beach and he like says some ominous thing about like the Collins or whatever. And she's like, well, what about that? And he's like, oh, you caught that, huh? And I'm like, yeah, she yeah, fucking caught that because you said it two seconds ago. Oh, my God. This is so funny. Um, and then my, one of my favorite memed things that they wrote into this ever is when he's like when she's like, tell me, like, give me answers in the restaurant. And. She's, he starts spewing answers and he says the square root of pi and she says I don't want the square root of pi and he goes you knew that like he's so impressed oh by her God. for knowing that, that <laughs> was the square root of pi I'm sorry the writing in this movie is atrocious like it's just yeah. really fucking bad there's too much stuff going on that's poorly done the two main leads are I don't even know what's happening on their faces most of the time. So I'm yeah. going down to a one again. I'm, ba- I'm back down to a one. I can't oh, do it. Oh, fuck. Okay. I, here's my consensus and then some specifics. It's just <laughs> – my consensus is just that this movie in terms of actoring is just some underwhelming cast members and then some cast members that clearly have talent who are just – further brought down by boring dialogue and weird direction. Yeah. Just like weird yeah. direction. Like not Fair. how directors normally make a movie. I mean, <laughs> Robert Pattinson, I think, does his part exactly how he's supposed to. It's just not a very well-written and directed part. Um, Kristen Stewart, by the way, you know, like she has her detractors. One of those uh, is on this recording. Her name is Layla. Um, Kristen Stewart was really, really good as a young girl in Panic Room. And she was super charismatic, and she was, like, interesting. She's so fucking <laughs> muted and angsty in this. And I know that she's, like, a teen, and that's supposed to be part of it, but she's not interesting. Like, I wasn't led to believe that if I was at that... I, I mean, like, of course, whenever a new girl shows up at a high school, everyone's interested in that new girl. But, like... She wouldn't carry that interest any further than one fucking day because she was so painfully, like, uninteresting. Unless there's, like, 18 no. people at that high school. Yeah, and they live in Forks, which they established there. She was like, oh, this town has, like, 3,000 people. It's like, I went to a college with, like, 2,100 people. No, 1,800 people. Like, that doesn't mean anything to me. That's a lot of people. Also, 
Taylor Lautner fucking sucks. I'm glad he faded into non-existence. Ashley Green used to be obsessed with her. She is, she is everything. Uh, or she was everything. I don't know what the fuck happened to Ashley Green. But she is with the like weirdest, lamest one in the family. So I think I would have had a chance. Uh, moving on to the next person. <laughs> Cam Gigandet. Gig oh, my he God. He used to be a thing. He was a thing. He, he was, was a, a thing. Yeah, he was the hot, he was scary, badass he was like dude. I, yeah, shit. he was he's such a, a thing. He's kind of funny in Easy A. I like him in yeah, Easy A. Yeah, so he, funny like, in Easy that A. That works. But, like, he's a never back down. He's the fucking worst in it. He is so bad in this movie. I'm so glad that that period of time where Cam is a uh, thing is over. Fuck that guy. You're never invited onto our pod. Um, also, hate the guy who plays Mike in both of these movies. I forgot to yeah. bring him up in the last one. I was like, Matthew. So he's, it doesn't work for me. It's not real. Agreed. He's, he's so annoying. And, I, and they have him with a Letterman jacket later. It's who like, no talks like chance. that? The majority of these people, <laughs> these high schoolers, I wasn't even a bully in high school. I, <laughs> I, if I went to this high school, I, they're the popular kids, I think. I'd put each of them in a fucking garbage can and roll them <laughs> They're all Aww. lame. Um, and, but hilarious. I will say, another person whose career has really grown since then is Justin Chan. Um, oh, yeah. Their guy who first like, uh, tries to ask Eric. her out. Yeah, Eric. He is, I don't like him in these movies, but he has, he's now a director. He's, he's written and directed a few movies and he has like a big movie coming out, Huge a big movie. indie drama with yeah. Alicia Vikander, uh, where he is, he's a Korean born American in Louisiana. Who's like being deported hmm. based out of this love triangle thing. And it looks really good. He writes, directs and stars in it. He's unrecognizable in it, especially as apart from this movie. He's grown up. Um, so it's nice <laughs> to see how his career has grown. But he sucks ass in this movie. Um, I gave it. I'll give it a two. A two. I knew it. It's Robert Pattinson and Charlie that work for me. And Charlie. I just like they're playing the high school parts well for the most part. It's not the worst acting and directing I've ever seen, but I think the actors are really trying with what is a very very bad script. Yeah. That's a fair summation. I like to guess what Gabe's scores are going to be before he says them. Hmm. Are you usually I got, yeah, right? I got that one right. Yeah. Mm. Eh, like most of the time, yeah. I watched a... Yeah. I watched a video compilation today of Robert Pattinson just like talking about Twilight. Oh my God. Um, I have this note in my he, legacy thing. <laughs> he specifically mentions the note for the scene in twilight where he has to scare away all of those like the guys those like creepy dudes yeah. like that are like circling around her. her and he was like had to like with one look like scare them away while also having my hair the way it looked and like the outfit that i was wearing so <laughs> he he wants the credit he wants the credit for how difficult it was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, and he deserves credit for trying yeah. with this. They they didn't. How much credit do you give him in Twilight in terms of legacy? Um, the scene where we're talking about if the movie withstands the test of time, if it ages well, um, and then you know, like its critical acclaim and this uh, sort of general um, consensus on the internet and amongst humans. So I gave it a six. I don't know. That seems really high, but. It just felt like... It makes sense. 
was able to watch it and enjoy it so much, like more than a decade later. And I mean, if anyone's on TikTok, it's clearly aren't we all? You know, Brody Wellmaker is a genius and has parodied the Twilight movies and Bella specifically in a way that I never thought was possible. Um, So funny. I mean, I don't know. You guys guys know what I'm talking about? Like, he literally did that, like, girl who... My favorite one was, like, Bell Girl. Like, have you seen that character on TikTok where it's, like, the girl who's, like, doing all her shit, like, ten minutes before the bell rings? But he's, like, as, as... Like, it's so funny, and um, I love it so much. And I feel like, I don't know if this really like, fits in this category, but... Do it. Um, all, like, so many of these actors, like, Kristen yes. Stewart and Robert Pattinson, literally have amazing careers. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that happen? No yeah, clue, Kristen Stewart but... might be nominated at the next Oscars. And I feel like I wanted That's to great. mention, too, that, like... Although I don't like Kristen Stewart, I don't really want to see any movies with her in them, and she does really weird, cringy stuff. It's not like she's just straight up bad at acting. Like, she's not a terrible actress. She just is, like, a weird actress who does weird things and has weird mannerisms, but she's not, like, just bad Taylor Lautner. It's different. Like Taylor Lautner. We just have to keep throwing that in there in every category. (laughs) He fell off. He was in a movie that on Rotten Tomatoes got 5%. That movie is called Abduction. What is your legacy rating for Twilight Game? I... So I just... So my... Mine is a 6 out of 7 as well. You know, just to be objective. Um, I think it's awesome that they they had a woman direct Twilight. Especially Mm -hmm. at the time, like, just women weren't directing big IP movies, like big popular blockbusters. And I always want to support that. But, like, Catherine Hardwick's career kind of, like, (laughs) collapsed after this. Like, she had a scheduling conflict, and then she just has not done anything of note since then. And it's pretty sad, but I do have to kind of say, like, she kind of did it to herself because the directing is not very good. And uh, it's pretty painful and weird at times. Um, she actually was really good before Twilight. I, I wouldn't say like amazing, but she did Lords of Dogtown, which I love. Like, I don't think it's like a great movie in terms of directing, but like that's a, like a staple of my childhood, Lords of Dogtown. And she also did 13, which is like a really, really important teen drama. Yeah. Um, and it's which like, I think um, also has the blue tint, right? Yes. But it works yeah, for she that movie has really a tint. well. She, she loves that tint. does as well she has a tint i'm not a huge fan of her um directing but what's interesting is she actually because it had a 400 million it made 400 million dollars it was the most commercially success it made her the most commercial commercially successful woman uh film director ever which is awesome and and that's great and like it, again it's awesome that she got to it's a book by a woman as well. And it's mostly from the perspective of the main character being Bella. So like, I like that they at least tried and she clearly was talented beforehand, but she kind of fucked up. Um, I, here's my number one thing of why it's a six out of seven beyond it still existing in society. It just is better than the other twilight movies. I think, you know, like I think eclipse is like, 
at times better, but Eclipse is also at times far worse. It's like yeah. laughable in certain scenes, but I did think Eclipse was the most fun one to see in theaters. I saw the premieres for Eclipse, Breaking Dawn Part 1 and Breaking Dawn Part 2, and I'll say the the very low point was Breaking Dawn Part 2, and I would say the high point for me was Eclipse. But Twilight, I think, is critically and just like in general the best one, so it's got to be a 6 out of 7 for me. Layla? This is actually kind of funny because this is an easy seven for me, like an mm. easy seven. This is one Don't of you the say that every time it's a seven and it's like, <laughs> and I and I say that I only say it like that because I'm shocked neither of you gave it a seven. This is like mm. one of the like most it. talked about films of all time. It doesn't matter if we like it. Again, it's like I say this almost every single time. Bad press is good press. Like it's it truly like the evolution of this film blows my mind going from just like screaming fans filling theaters, some of the highest ticket sales of all time to completely going out of relevance and resurfacing again as its own entity again, as like a comedy based funny thing for our generation. Like, I don't think this is ever going to die now. I think this will always be a parody like film for our generation that will live on because of that. And I think the, the like internet presence that it has right now is unreal. Like I can't even seems can obviously attest to this because I think our entire text chain is TikToks about Twilight, but like it is unreal how when you're scrolling on a TikTok feed, it is just amazing parodies of these movies. Like people have deep dived into the comedy of Twilight so hard since it resurfaced back on Netflix. And it's like a complete testament to the legacy of these films that the second it hit Netflix, people were like, I'm back in. You've got me in again. Like this is what I want to talk about again. And on top of that, like within 2020, the author wrote or finally published a promised Edward perspective, Midnight Sun, which also added to like the legacy of these movies because people wanted to again rewatch these movies because of that. Like I just read that yet, Layla? I have it so bad. Um, But it like it just it keeps the conversation going like I definitely when I read like once I got about halfway through and I had to stop but like when I was reading it I was like I need to rewatch these movies so like I this is this was a cultural phenomenon it was a timestamp for our generation it is in so many of my memories from my childhood with my friends and again it came back like later on like rewatching it and making fun of it and I'm sure I will continue to do so with my friends for like the rest of time so like it's it's just an easy seven. I'll explain how I rate legacy is like, this is like how I personally do this. I, it is predominantly objective. So yes, of course, like that is why it's at a six for me and not lower is that objectively, this is one of the most cultural, like the biggest cultural movies ever. And it still is. There is some subjectiveness to this because how does it age over time has been, oh, this movie's gotten worse and worse over time and it's laughable now? Like, sure, yeah, that says bad press is still a thing. I agree, that still helps it objectively. But for me, it's just like, I can't even give it a fucking seven because over time, I I actually enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Over time, I don't even like, I don't even find it fun anymore. Um, I I find this fun, having a conversation (laughs) about it, but watching it, no. Uh, So that's that's why I do that, but that's... What's your, so my oh, your score was yeah. a six. Okay, so 
what is it for New Moon then? <laughs> this was really tough because New yeah, Moon was super popular. It sold out almost everywhere two months before it came out. I mean, and that's actually more of a testament to the first movie, I would say, right. that it yeah, sold right. out. But it ended up having the, the highest single day domestic gross on an opening day was $72.7 million. Movies are, like, struggling to get that in, like, fucking six weeks right yeah. now. Um, yeah. It, but then Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 2, like, absolutely destroyed that uh, in 2011. The thing with New Moon is, like, this is just fucking... It, people didn't like it when it came out. It was not well-received. They were excited for what was going to happen afterwards, but it was really poorly received, both by audiences and by critics. Uh, it may have done well, mostly because it was like a, a what it what type of movie it was, and also just like the popularity of the first one. But no, it like it really it was not well received, and it's over time it's gotten worse. Like when people were like, "Why the fuck are you doing this one?" I was like, "This is exactly why we're doing this one because it is so hateable." Yeah, um, it's on Roger Ebert's like most hated movies of all time uh-huh. list, so it's bad. I'm going to give it – I still think it's like uh, it's going to exist in perpetuity because the whole series will. So I'm going to give it a four. But I was like pretty close to – like personally, it's like a one and it's hard to even like want to bring objectivity. It's actually this. the only – is that right? That's the only score above three or above that anyone's given this movie so far. Yeah. I'm I don't know what you guys are going to give it. I'm I'm giving it a four. I think okay. – and the only reason I'm giving it a four is because it's a part of a franchise that matters. And the only reason it sold out the way that it did was because of the franchise itself. It has nothing to do with the movie. The movie's awful. And this is a good, this is the perfect distinction for what I was saying with Twilight, where like it lives on in the sense of, yes, it's bad and we make fun of it, but it's grown into that, right? Like it's something that we, a lot of people, a lot of me and my friends, we adore. Like we love watching it and making fun of it. I don't love watching New Moon and making fun of it. Like watching New Moon is painful for me. Like that's j- like there's and that's kind of what I was saying earlier with spectacularity. Like this ki- Twilight kind of turned into a little bit of a parody of itself and it became fun that way and it became like kind of stupid silly and that's great. New Moon is literally just an awful movie and it aged really poorly. And I mean, I'll give it a 4 for the franchise. I'll give it a 4 also because it is one of the most like memed of the movies. Like where you been loca and like her screaming in the bed is one of the most like made fun of things <laughs> yeah. and also her that that thing that you did earlier seems where she's with the vulture and she's like oh no and she's like contorting mm-hmm. into herself that's made fun of so fucking much on the internet like it's all of kristen stewart's mannerisms in this movie specifically are like maybe the most made fun of so it, it has some level of legacy but i think that just completely is a part of the fact that it's a part of this bigger thing it has nothing to do with the film independently Okay. Close us out. I was like exactly where you guys are. I wrote four. Um, I, you know, personally feel like it should be lower, probably. Yeah. But Agreed. when I was watching it, I was like, oh, there are actually so many of those memed moments yeah. here. Like, also, another one is the Volturi, like, in that portrait is a meme that my husband yeah. mentioned, oh my God, like, so where ridiculous. it's like, RO, um, like looking down mm-hmm. on you from that perspective is like a condescending kind of meme thing. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, I just, that surprised me. Like, I feel like I would have given it lower if it hadn't had those super parodied moments. And then I, I also looked into, like, you know, what is the Native people's, like, perception of this because like New Moon especially like uses a really lot of dives folklore. into that, yeah. And the Quileute tribe is like a actual like regional tribe in that area. And Damn. from what I could like research, like they literally got no 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 royalties, no nothing. Um, yeah. Not from not really. Stephanie Meyer, not from not from nobody. So it's pretty fucked up and, uh, and yeah. That's the United States of America history. Right what there. what a bummer yeah. way to end this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, it's, no, it's a, a, a valid that, point. Though. A very that valid. Is a, and that is point. an extremely valid point. Um, another valid point would be that New Moon may have scored lower than any other movie we've ever talked really? about. Really? Yeah. It had a I'm sixteen. Not had a it had ones. sixteen total points going into that last <laughs> to talk about legacy, and then you guys oh, gave that's it a so bad. And you guys 12. gave it twelve in one category and almost doubled its number of. A 28 out of 105? Yeah, so it's That's 28 total um, to Twilight's also bad, but not that bad, uh, 54. 54 out of 105 for Twilight. You Weave. win. You win. <laughs> yeah. That, do you guys have recommendations of other things like this? Oh, God, I forgot to think about this. I mean, you I think every, I literally always forget to think about this. I mean, I think every young adult series at that time is just as cringy now as this is in a lot of ways. Obviously, we already did Hunger Games and Divergent on this series, yeah. but those have love triangles and they're all teen stuff. Gabe and I had discussed Beautiful Creatures before we did this, which is like another teen novel adaptation. It did not get very far. Um I liked Mortal. that movie. We saw that together. Yeah, I did like that movie. Doesn't I don't that have I, Alden Ehrenreich in it. Yeah, it yeah. It's it's very it's very Lily silly, Collins. like all of these movies are. Yeah. But like, oh, it's Jesus. um, Amber Alert. Oh no, Amber Alert. Silver. Um, oh, yeah, Vampire creatures. Diaries. Layla. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's TV Vampire Diaries for sure. Although, <laughs> Vampire Diaries. Um. <laughs> So silly. Uh, I'm trying to think of like other movies. I mean, there's like Mortal Instruments is another teen young adult book series that was adapted into a movie. Um, yeah, yeah there's are these so recommendations m- of things that you recommend. Like, are they good? I think that's all. That's the thing about these young adult book movie you adaptations. Them, that's yeah, all you have to accept them as they are, first of all. And also it's all by like your own personal because like fantasy novels in general and stuff. It's like about what type of fantasy you like. Right. Because like, yeah, Hunger Games and Divergent are all like dystopian novels, then Mortal Instruments. And this stuff is all like, you know, like fairies and vampires and werewolves and stuff. So. I mean, there's a there's about a million out there. If people are really interested, it's like all I'm about. So I'm happy to like put up a list somewhere or just let me know and I can send you recommendations. I just love reading these series. So let me know. Yeah, hit us up and, and do that. I have a couple recommendations just for those people that are still like, I don't really know if I think Robert Pattinson is that good. Is he going to be good as the Batman? Listen, fucking come to me because he's got plenty of movies where he's This might be very, Robert Pattinson's biggest fan over here, by the way. I love Robert Pattinson so much. I think that the movie that really like turned my perspective of him, I thought he was like Lighthouse? pretty good in some stuff afterwards. No. Oh. Uh, that's way late. No, he had already done like a fuck ton that was great. 
Um, we watched this movie called The Rover by uh, David Michaud. That's uh, with uh, Guy Pierce. He's really yeah. fucking good in that. Uh, the movie that made most people, like, if they saw it, most people be like, oh, shit, this guy might be really good, is uh, Lost City of Z. He's very good in that movie. Um, he also did, like, Remember role. Me right after I Feel Like This, which yeah, was another. I was talking it was about like, the good ones. I know, but that was, like, an indie <laughs> film where people were like, oh, he's, like, an actor. He's not well, Yeah, he did, he did Edward. Remember Me in Cosmopolis, and people were like, oh, this guy's, like, actually, like, interesting. Not an awful actor, And then actor, it was yeah. like, oh, this guy might be really fucking good. And then he gets to the movie Good Time, and you're like, oh, my God, this yeah. might be one oh, of the best shit. actors living right now. So um, go watch Good Time if you haven't. I think it's been on Netflix for a while. If you like the movie Uncut Gems, it's the same director's. Yeah, um, if you, it's not it's, for everyone, it's, but it's yeah, it's great. definitely not for everyone. Again, same disclaimer with uncut gems. Just like be careful; those directors like to just make you feel anxiety on a level that you never knew yeah. you could feel it. It's, it's <laughs> so. overall purpose, but yeah. And then if I, if there's anything to say about Kristen Stewart, it's just that she was really good in Panic Room as a kid. I don't know what the fuck happened to her in her teens, <laughs> um, but I am excited. I guess to we'll see find out in Spencer. Play, Spencer, uh, yeah, playing Princess <laughs> Diana. Uh, and so potentially getting nominated. Well, thank <laughs> you to our guest, Nassim, for being Yay! here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been so fun. Anytime. What a, what a good, like, full circle for us with all of our Twilight years. Now we've finished it with this podcast. And now you're and now you never have to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe, plug all of our stuff. Nassim, yeah, hey. if you have anything to plug before he does that? No. Yeah, do you want people to call you in the scene? No. I mean, you can. She'll you be tagged in the things. That is every just guest pictures of my baby. That. Oh, let's do it. We, let's go look at pictures of her baby at... Nassim Golabi. All right, Nassim Golabi. We're going to put you at... We're going um, to tag her. Uh, tag you. So, uh, and then you can also find us on Instagram as well. We don't have pictures of babies, but maybe we'll post a picture of Nassim's baby if she wants um and and we'll do it like with something funny i probably won't do that i'm just saying it but go find us on instagram so weird look up uh facing off pod and also find us on twitter look up facing off pod if you have any questions or you want to tell us what you thought about these movies and if we were so fucking off base about (laughs) um send us us, an email at facing off podcast at gmail.com i don't know what we're doing next week we'll let you know at one of those things we might not be doing one next week Maybe a break. Uh, yeah. But anyways, if you don't listen to that, go listen to our 92 other episodes before this. Uh, and subscribe and leave us a rating and review. If you would please, it means a lot to us and it actually helps us a lot. If you want us to be the biggest podcast in the world, write us a review, baby. Send-offs. Leave. You're feeling sick. Maybe you should go to a hospital. I love you, Bella. I'm so happy you did that, Nick. Oh my god. I like I we should we didn't address so it. Funny. I don't even remember it. And he doesn't remember it. We watched it together.